0: It's Football Friday on The Fan. Look,
1: somebody!
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to do. The Fan.
1: Number three, Danny Dusty with you on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Danny is in a pretzel right now. He is a Cardinals fan. He wore his Cardinals hat today. you are not. How you feeling right now? I am. I want, I want, we want the truth. I I feel like I'm going to puke. Top of the ninth inning in St. Louis. The Cardinals hold a 2-0 lead over the Philadelphia Phillies, except for uh, there is one out, and the bases are loaded for the Phils. She hit him. Helsley, Helsley, the closer for the Cardinals, just beamed a batter to to bring in one run. We now have bases loaded one out in a two, one ball game. Uh, How do you feel, Dan?
2: Uh, We saw it over during the break. Helsley was all over the place. He threw one high at a hundred, almost hit him. Then he threw two in the dirt. Then he threw another one high and almost hit him. Then he just hit him again. And yep. Here comes the meltdown. Uh,
1: Helsley's thrown 33 pitches in this inning. Um, meanwhile, Luis Castillo for the Mariners, uh, he's in the third inning and has thrown 27.
2: <laughs> you just had the Mariners, or the Mariners, the Cardinals. I was literally talking about, they have thrown an absolute yeah. gem of two hit great... baseball going into this yeah. inning.
1: Well, has he hit two guys now? Yes. So... <laughs> Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Uh, I laugh because i that's what I do when I'm uncomfortable. And right now I'm feeling very uh, s- this is sad for you. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm uneasy I, right I, now. I, you are starting to melt down. I am. I, oh, I, they're I, checking his hand. He's got an injury. He's got an injury. How do you feel about this? Like if he's hurt, all of a sudden now you got a, a pitcher in the postseason that's hurt.
2: Fine. Fine. I don't care. Just my my God, get him out yeah. now. Like I, I I am I am big John Sucanik right now. I am just a complete basket of cats.
1: All right. Well, right now. And
2: this one, this is why playoff baseball is playoff baseball because
1: you hang to every pitch. Man. It, it literally felt
2: like Cardinals were just ready to go. They yeah. got one out ready to go, and then bink 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 bink.
1: You know, you even said, "Oh, you can change the the channel."
2: We put on the Mariners. Gallegos was dealing. I thought they'd keep him on the mound. I guess they didn't want to burn him. I just no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. That's a jinx on your own team, there, bud. I'm sorry. You know what I said? What I said? We are not changing this game until the Cardinals win. We are not doing it. You also told me to change it
2: they scored.
1: Well, no. If it goes sideways, I mean, this isn't completely sideways. What sideways? Well, when they're not winning then you then you it's better for you as a he Danny, just- you were in the hospital like the day before our show was supposed to start. you were in the hospital. I don't want to send you back because I have game one of a three game wild card series on the t v my man, we can't have that happen here we can't we can't call nine one one in the middle of the show for you. Will can't even see it. I'd have to just like do it myself, and we just have to throw it a break. What's here. funny is he doesn't know that.
2: Uh, not only did that happen, but I uh, almost passed out in the studio like a week later. Oh my! I'm goodness. CPR trained, Danny. Don't worry. Oh, this wouldn't have helped. Oh well, okay. I'm CPR trained, so if you ever need it, I'll come in there and I'll give you a big old smooch. I like it. Right. I like it.
1: Ordner's out there just.
2: Handing out smooches.
1: Just giving out a CPR to, uh, to no, folks. I'm protecting people. I'm a lifesaver. I have <laughs> a certificate. That sounds like
2: something a predator says. I'm protecting people. <laughs> That's not
1: yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ortner, you need to put out on social media your big beard and long hair photos and then, like, a whole story of this man sneaking into people's homes while they're sleeping, giving, quote, CPR. Yeah. It'll make so much more sense to everybody out there. I wasn't you CPR You look very clean then. cut right now. You look very clean cut right now.
2: I wasn't CPR trained until I lost my hair. So it wouldn't make sense. It would just be like, why Why is that weird version
1: of Will walking around? Oh, man. <clears throat> Ooh, the text line is in. Uh, it says, 40 minutes ago. Danny was talking about how much they've won, and he really just jinxed the hell out of them. Yep, yep, that's that one, didn't I? Are you believing in jinxes? Oh, I, hundred I percent do. You do? Yeah. So, do you feel bad right now? Yes. You do? Yeah. What but, can we do? Do we need I, to have like a? Do we need I, I, to burn some sage? Do we need to have like a séance? What do we need to do to I, I, get you back on I, the right track? I don't believe some, in that stuff. I've got some
2: bubble guts going right now. You do? Oh God, yeah.
1: Oh no, I am.
2: I am. I was. Listen, you're they, nervous. They were. They were perfectly comfortable in that
1: game. Do you need to do a lap?
2: I mean, I would, but I don't. I don't know if I can do a
1: lap. Kid, okay, like, do we do we need to change the t- subject and I'm, talk I'm, I'm about my, something else, no, or I, do, I just, do you want to squirm just, in this just, for a minute? We
2: squirm in it, like I. Right. It's one of Most things you're just gonna have to plow through. Listen, nothing will do me as dirty as the two thousand Western Conference Finals, and me asking my dad, who like, listen, we weren't poor, but we didn't have everything. we we didn't have everything. Mm-hmm. But I made the biggest ask of all time. Yeah, if say? we go to the NBA Finals and we go. And he's sad about it. He thought about it. He thought about it. He thought about it. it. We're up 15. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, no. Okay. We can do it. We can can do it. We
2: can do it. If they win this game, we can do it. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I go in the office. And (laughs) fire up that AOL. Get to the very first iteration of Ticketmaster.com. And as it's doing that, I'm walking back and forth. and, And then Shaq lobs to Kobe and just crippling mess curled up yeah. in the fetal position in the living room, bawling like a child.
1: And you, my in sports school.
2: heart got ripped out. Really ripped from yeah. my soul. Yeah.
1: You know, I don't feel bad about, uh, <clears throat> about the the Cardinals and what they're going through. Mm. Uh, it would be the Cardinals breaking Brad Lidge. Remember mm. that was like, he was never the same after, Yeah. NLCS, he just rubbernecked and watched Pujols hit one out of the stadium. It was <laughs> It was at Enron Field. <laughs> uh-huh, but
2: it was still Enron, yes.
1: Man. Uh, and then he was never the same after that. It broke him. You broke a human being, and he was terrible in the World Series, and they got swept. Um, Alright, well, hey, this is what sports are about, though. There's nothing better than being in sports and getting this joy of listening to you real as the you know, this is going to be the best part right now. Mariners fans that are out there, the guy who's batting for the Phillies is Gene Segura. He is like they, they're going to you're going to have so much support <laughs> that, hey, it's going to be OK. Gene's about to hit into a double play right now, because if you're who, who's on the mound for you. Uh, piante Piante, If Piante just throws one down the middle, Gene Segura will hit into a game ending double play. It yeah. will happen. Now, the, the Mariners fans that oh, are listening, they There's a lot of surrender know,
2: cobras in the crowd right now, at Bush.
1: They know. All you need is just a, a pitch that is hittable. And Gene, is, he, he's not going to park it. He's going to just put one of those little dribbler. Actually, it'll be a nice firmly hit ball to the shortstop. Well, he and he'll flip to second. And then you'll flip it right around to first. And it's going to be game over. But you got to throw a damn strike He first. did
2: just throw a slider that broke a foot off the plate that, that's, that he swung at. So we're 2-2 now. For the love of God! For the love of God, man!
1: Uh, I love it that you're also, sweating right the, now. The Cardinals got this away with one here. This is what sports are.
2: Well, the Cardinals got away with one here. They the injury yeah. allowed them to to get Belante uh, up up in the pen. Yeah, he, he got up a little warmed they, they, up a little... they didn't have anybody warmed oh, oh,
1: there it is! Oh no! They oh no! <laughs> Segura hit a, hit a hit a little grounder to the second baseman, and the second baseman <laughs> left. It hit his glove and went out into right field. Oh, Phillies now lead three to two. Phillies now lead three to two. Danny's a mess, folks. The, the, the game. This game has gotten out of control. Oh no! Oh no!
2: Oh my god! I might actually. Are you okay? Puke. I might actually puke.
1: <laughs> I have CPR. I've got you, Danny. Oh my just god! Give me Wait. the signal again, Will. When if a person pukes, you don't give them CPR. That's actually pretty disgusting, man. It's pretty it's pretty gross if you're giving CPR when somebody throws up. It'll help him not puke. I've no, got this. No, we need we need to stop. You, no, there's a bag. There's a bag. You got, a your bag. Little, you got a your bag. dental dam that you carry around with you to make sure you got a buffer in between. Yeah. All right. I'm sure we can find one. <laughs> All right. We got to go to break. Let's get to uh let's get to some some college football. How I about got, we do that? You can't do baseball anymore. I got to stand up and walk. I need to li- we need to start live streaming this yes we do Uh, let's set that up set your phone up over there and let's get a little live stream going of you watching the Cardinals because this is what people need in their life Danny can you do that can you do that for the people we'll we'll find a way all right Uh, (laughs) this this is Danny and Dusty on the fan
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours Nope. came pouring down. Me and Bullish, this is a football
1: dirt. Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the RCF. And the fishing fan. rod and the tackle on our backs. We just stood there getting wet with our backs against the fence. Oh, okay. The uh. Much to the chagrin of Danny Morang, he was in a... You were seeing red during that whole break. I um, mean the one I'm, where the
2: Phillies scored another run?
1: Yes. Uh, that video's coming very shortly. Um, I started recording you when you were getting very upset about the Cardinals pulling their closer. Uh, apparently, it has posted to my Twitter account. Go oh, to I'm at wondering. Dusty underscore Harry. You can find it at Danny and Dusty. I'm sure it'll be at 1080 the fan very soon. Uh, Danny... <laughs> I'm sorry. I this mean, is what sport- I came in here. I was, was so I was
2: so blind. I didn't even see you recording when I walked in here. <laughs> uh,
1: it's up, and um, you can go find it on on the internet. But uh, this is going to happen. Postseason baseball will do that to a
2: <laughs> I I have a very sad,
1: dejected walk. You do. Oh Money. my god! <laughs> when you walk away, <laughs> when you walk away, it is. It's brutal. It's brutal. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know it was that sad. <laughs> it's perfect. You can't stage this. <laughs> Postseason baseball, it hits different. It hits different. So, um, all right. Let's get to – God. <laughs> Okay, I need to get that off my computer screen. I'm just gonna keep on laughing. It just loops,
2: the, my head dropping in the sad walk. It just hits.
1: Yeah, but hey, in my defense, like somebody said, nice prediction, Dusty, on the Gene Segura because he knocked in, you know, a a, a single to score two runs. Yeah, he did exactly what I thought he, he was hit gonna it do. Right
2: to the guy you want. If you're the Cardinals, you wanted to hit to. He hit a Tommy Edmond. He had
1: a firm ground place. ball. It was a little bit between first and second, but Edmonds good. Like. He he makes that play, yes, and it bounced off his glove, and that one just bounced off the third baseman's glove. They're bringing in another run. Um, all right, it's five two Phillies in the ninth inning. Okay, let's talk football. We need to. We need to. You need a hard reset, and you need football on your mind. Uh, hmm. The Oregon State Beavers. We're we're talking about the Ducks and the beeves, both going to places that have been headaches for them over the last handful of years. Oregon State is riding, and this is incredible to think of because of how good Oregon State has been over um, a stretch of time during this losing streak, but the last time the Oregon State Beavers won a game in in Palo Alto against Stanford was back in 2006, a 30-7 win, in BT dubs, that would be, I think, think Jim Harbaugh's first year, if I'm correct, at Stanford is, uh, was back in 2006. So right now, you're looking at the Beavs riding a six-game losing streak against the Cardinal heading into this weekend's game. The demons that have been needing to be exercised by uh, this Beavs team Last year, you break the streak down in the Coliseum, which was significantly longer, mm. like five decades long. This one, I saw that Stanford team up close and personal last week. I was at the game. But the penalties that the Ducks committed made that thing a little bit closer than it should have been, right? The fact that the, the foot was let off the gas when the Ducks went up big, but they were leading 31-3 at halftime. This Stanford team is not very good. Oregon State has got to exercise those demons and run away from Stanford in this game. We talked about this yesterday, finding your identity for Oregon State, re-honing in on what you are as a football team. Eight interceptions in the last eight quarters of play for the Beavs. Chance Nolan with six in his last six uh, quarters. There's an opportunity for this Beavers team to run the football, reestablish themselves, and get confidence going. That has got to be of the utmost importance if they're going to do what I feel Oregon State should do in this game, which is run all over them because guess what? When you got those skyscraper receivers on, on the outside, Stanford cannot run the football, right? They have struggled with that all season long. Up front, they are not as very good. They are very thin on the offensive line. Outside, and Tanner McKee would be a strength of them theirs offensively. That fits perfectly into what Oregon State wants to do defensively. This comes down to the beeves in the trenches, slamming the ball down Stanford's throat.
2: I blacked out when you said demons and Cardinals.
1: There you go. Sorry.
2: <laughs> um, no, I mean, that, that's really what this is about. It's such a weird place to have Stanford who, you know, under David Shaw, what, 15 years? Four, 14? 14, 15. It's one or the other. Either way. They have just been a pillar of significance and consistency, and they are neither this yeah. season. And there's not – you and I both thought they'd be better this year. They would rebound, like their offensive line, their 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 wide receiver core. Like there were some things with Tanner McKee, plenty of things to be excited about. But, man, what week five into the season, there's nothing to be excited about. Yeah. There's nothing. And it's, it's such a – that's a – I'm going to throw some shades here. That's some Arizona football stuff. <laughs> That's some Colorado football stuff. That's not Stanford football. Yeah. And it's a very, very weird place. But the thing about football is nobody feels sorry for you. No.
1: And look, this place, you want to talk about playing in an empty stadium? It's an 8 o'clock kick at Stanford, which has trouble pulling numbers during the day, during primetime games. I cringe to think of what this thing's going to look like in a Pac-12 after dark. Beavs are favored by 6.5 points. You have a chance to get back on on the right track. I like the Beavs and the cover in this game. I, I love the I Beavs do. and the cover. I do. I love I'm with the you. Beavs and the cover. And
2: I, if you're looking for the Beavers, listen, we, we talked about all season, or coming up into the season, from media day through week one, week two, week three, and then what was coming in week four, week five. They competed in week four. They got... Smashed Week Five. Yeah, that's the measuring stick. You are who the the thing about football is. You are who your record says you are. But if you are who your record says you are, three and two, you handled all of the challenges that were in front of you. You should be a better team than this Stanford team. Yeah, you should be. If you're if you're the Beavers, you are a better team than this Stanford team. You should go in there and you should thrash this team physically. Mm -hmm. And then you should be at four and two and beef fans, then you can calm the bleak down. Because <laughs> I saw, like, everyone's like, well, we started 3-0. I was getting really feeling, like we were playing USC tight. Like, yeah. you had one bad loss to a better team, and, like, yeah. the sky is falling like you're an 11-win team. This is a part of the process. And part of the process is beating what's in front of you and beating lesser teams.
1: The one thing that I sit there and I look at with this Stanford team is – can they possibly be this bad? Think think of their schedule that they've played, okay? Take a, take a step back because Stanford's schedule is different than any other team in the conference's schedule, okay? Usually it's three out-of-conference games, and then you get into league play, right? Because they have Notre Dame on their schedule, very similar to USC. This is why USC and Stanford play week two mm-hmm. usually, right? They play very early in the year. is because they both have to fit Notre Dame in.
2: On the back end.
1: They play Notre Dame on October 15th, okay? Uh, and then at the very end of the year, Stanford has BYU. So Stanford is one in three on the year. But you could argue that those three losses are to three of the best teams in the conference. Well, USC, mm-hmm. UW, mm-hmm. and Oregon. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now they've gotten thrashed and manhandled in them. But it has not been and their schedule's brutal this year because they you know who they still have on their schedule? Who they ever man. UCLA and oh, Utah. Yeah. Like guess who guess who didn't get the call to have Colorado on their schedule this year? The team that probably needs it the most, Stanford. So right now the Cardinal have a win over Colgate. Uh the college, not the toothpaste.
2: I mean one and the same. Yeah. They're they're, they're both pretty easy to squeeze out of a
1: tube. Right? Who? Um, and then they have three losses to three of the best teams. So the truth is kind of somewhere in the middle with this Stanford team. To where are they going to get blasted every game? No, but you know what? I think Oregon State is a top half team in the conference. This 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 will be a, a better game than what we think. But I think that I think Oregon State covers that six and a half. I think they win probably by ten. You know, and it's not going to be comfortable. It may not be pretty, but damn. Bees, if you can run the football, and, and establish your will, they got a great chance to get this thing back on the rails. And then you sit there and you take a big deep breath, and you go, "All right, we went through the last couple of weeks of hell. We had USC, we had uh, Utah. If we can grind one out on the road, then we have a dogfight with with Washington State, and then you get a game against Colorado. You get kind of like, okay, a recenter." refocus on your season at the midway point. You couldn't ask for a better spot for it to be for the Beaves. Couldn't ask for a better spot.
2: No, I, I don't, I don't think so. And it, you, you get your, your reset and then their period of the schedule getting sideways comes up here very soon yep. where they need to make sure they take care of a Washington state. They make sure they take care of a UW mm-hmm. and then you've got obviously Oregon at the back end, but this is where not the take care of business wins. This is not even coin toss wins. They should be favored, and I think most games going forward until they re- they reach that that little grouping, it's a close of the season. And in that grouping, this is where you show that you're not a 6-win team. This is where you show you're yep. an 8-win team or a
1: 9-win team. Yep, they are better. They should win. Yes, and I, I think that,
2: that. that's – that's if you're an Oregon State fan, that's what you're looking for over the next three weeks. Yep. Show that you are better.
1: Oof. Uh, quick correction here, last Beavers win in Palo Alto – yeah, 2006. That was Walt Harris's last year. Jim Harbaugh came in uh, the ne- very next year. He was there 07 uh, to what, 2010? So thank you to the text line. Text police on it, knowing the the coaching circle of uh, Stanford football. All right, 503-250-1080. If you want to hear why Danny was so dejected at the beginning of this segment and really all of last segment, here's Will with sports.
2: Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money you
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty Brought to you by but the Odyssey app. app On 1080 you know The Fan
2: money, money, won't
1: get you too far, get you too far Back on the rails now uh, I feel like you're you're in this, like the, the grief chart right there Let's see, what are the stages of grief?
2: was it bargaining
1: acceptance yeah here I want to go through the stages of grief with you and let's see where where you're at as it pertains to these stages of grief okay uh denial hit that one anger <laughs> to at hit that one bargaining i I felt like you were you were bargaining uh, when you were trying to figure out why the the pit your closer was pulled and then mm-hmm. you're like you, you tried to go okay you know we can make this work we can make this work depression <laughs> yep mm-hmm. I think we're almost to acceptance now I think we're almost to the fifth stage of grieving which is acceptance with you which means we can we can move on a little bit getting
2: to two outs I the, the I don't know if you noticed uh, during that last segment I did almost
1: yeah you almost punched something yeah no yeah. I I you almost draymond greened me
2: yeah no I I well, I almost got sick there for a second. Like it was legitimately
1: Oh man. Yeah, we we need to have sporting events just stopped for a couple of
2: signs of life.
1: F- f- anything between noon and 3, it needs to be it needs to be just stopped for your sake. Blazers, I hope they don't have the MLK game this year because you may be just lost. Um during that the the Blazers
2: no, we do not have that game this year. I do I looked at the schedule. The Blazers do not play the Wizards at that noon tip off.
1: Okay. Just a hurt it always a horrible game too because the guys look both both teams always look so flat uh in that game. The Blazers seem to play in it all the time.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's a somber day typically because the Blazers will go and do like the tour of like the M L K Museum or the Civil Rights Museum, like if like that's like it's very important, but it's not getting you jacked to go play basketball. Well, and
1: yeah, you're tipping off at a weird time for all these guys too.
2: And it's like it's a weird time like yeah. from normal, but you're also on the East Coast. So you're basically tipping off at like nine in the morning.
1: Yeah. From what time. you're yeah. used to.
2: You're like, this right. is weird.
1: Yep. All right, uh, let's talk a little NFL, shall we? Uh we've got a good slate of games on the fan right here comes Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, you of the Seahawks visiting the Nolan Saints.
2: Wait, is that a good game?
1: That is a 10 a.m. game. No, it's a game. It's A, a game. Thank well, you. Oh, yes, it is a good game. I tell you this Danny Murray.
2: Red Rocket sighting.
1: Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton will start. Not good. But Geno Smith. Has what the third best passer rating in the NFL? Don't you try to. Reigning sell me this. NFL Don't NFC conference player of the week. Don't you Gino try to Smith. sell me this? Put some respect to Geno's name. Oh my God! You Just mean, wait until he torches Marshawn Mar- Lattimore. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so you got the Seahawks and Saints. <laughs> uh, okay, coming out of last night, though, I will, I'll say this: the Seahawks can keep winning, and that's not. A bad thing for them not a good thing either not a good thing but you know what as long as the broncos keep sucking eggs like they like they have been has the broncos pick next year let the broncos go ahead and tank pay him 245 million dollars and you get their draft pick listen they'll never <laughs> there's sit. gonna be no tank for them remember the broncos still have to play in the afc west guys <laughs> Like, there's no guarantee that they pull out of this tailspin.
2: They're never going to say it. But the Seattle front office has to be doing
1: cartwheels. You you know what? If there is a front office that would say it, it would be Seattle's. Like, I would not put it past John Schneider and Pete Carroll. Yeah, no, we knew he was cooked. No, we're happy that the Broncos suck because guess what? That means we could have two top ten picks. This is great for us
2: in a draft that's loaded with position
1: players. Now, the one guy that may be the sleeper in that trade—that he hasn't made like a huge impact in Seattle—he only gets like a couple targets every game or whatever. Mr. Fant, Noah Fant, yeah, Noah Fant is like if Russell Wilson had a little bit of like just like that safety blanket, that little woogie. Because their tight end play has not been good. If they had Noah Fant, who's just like a margin, he'd be he'd be a, an upgrade from what they have right now. Like maybe they do play a little bit more loose. Maybe they are just a, a tad bit better. What a tad bit better would be? They're playing everything close. Last night was an overtime game, right? They they lost to the, to the Raiders in um, what thirty two twenty nine, right? they lose 11 to 10 or they won 11 to 10 you're just a little bit better you lose in Seattle and you just a, all you need to be is a little bit better are they a are they just like playing
2: to better. their opponent is that what it is
1: no no they're not they don't play to their opponent they're just they're not, not good? a good football team hmm. no but if you had just a, a just a little bit better and you're playing super tight games I don't know he just seems like if they had better play at the tight end position would be a lot better for that that Broncos team but that's a That's an okay game on a slate of NFL games. I I don't think it is a great weekend in the NFL. I think college is awesome. Yes. You have three really good Pac-12 games. You've you've obviously got a little bit of intrigue um, with the Kansas and TCU just because that's a great story. You have a a great storyline there. You got Tennessee going down to Baton Rouge in a top 25 matchup. They're looking to win their first game down in Louisiana for the first time since, what, 2005? Um, against LSU Uh, Auburn could give Georgia a little bit of fits, even though I think Georgia gets right and they get back on the right track uh, because Brian Harson probably going to be the next coach fired. You've got um, what, what's the other top 25 game? Um, I thought we had one more top 25 matchup, but I may be wrong. Uh, I can't
2: think of it off the top of my head. I think that
1: I think that's it. But the slate in the NFL—that well, was the
2: thing—is the, kind of the slate in the NFL. One of the things I was kind of hoping to discuss was like, let's see if we can get some separation from some teams this week. As like you said, there's 15 teams that are two and two, and even even not necessarily the the separation necessarily from win loss perspective, but separation of like what team like
1: yeah,
2: what team had a bad start? Like Cincinnati had a bad start.
1: Yeah. In well, Cincinnati is a great one because they got the Ravens on Sunday night. I think that's going to be a fun game. Uh, the two prime time game games are going to be great. You have two, two and two teams. One has been trying to figure themselves out offensively in Cincinnati. The other one in, in Baltimore is trying to figure themselves out defensively. And on that side of the ball, I think that's going to be a fantastic Sunday night game where there's going to be zero wiggle room in the AFC North. When you think of uh, not going away are the Cleveland Browns, it's the Browns. They host the Chargers, and that's another game of, of two and twos, right? Where both of those teams need to win just to keep pace on the other side. But I look at, you know what the sneaky good game could be? Go on. Miami in New York against the Jets. Teddy Bridgewater's taken over as a starting quarterback. You They have to go on the road, which makes it, you know, you're just playing in a different environment. You go to uh, MetLife or the Meadowlands or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and they play a Jets team that has... Zach Wilson back, who wasn't necessarily impressive, but got dub in his first win. You know, they're going to play really good defensively sound football. It's going to be on the offensive side where the Jets are going to be questioned and, and nobody's really going to know or they're going to have questions on. But can Teddy Bridgewater go into a place and win on the road and you could get another divisional game? And what do you look at at the Dolphins as if they're 4-1 and one coming out of week five? Even
2: is weird... I weird and dysfunctional as that whole situation is around Tua and what happened and what's going to happen going forward. How much variance is there from Teddy to Tua? Like, is there a ton? And I don't mean that as a shot at Tua, the more is like, Teddy's probably the best backup quarterback in the league.
1: The drop off is, is significant, but it's not like you're falling into a crater, right? No. No. And if, if Teddy two gloves can go into the metal ends, and and pull out a win, then you sit there and you go, You're gonna need him for a while. You know you're gonna need him for a while. You got have Minnesota, then going down to Miami and playing on South Beach, and then the schedule really lightens up. Okay? Think of this stretch. If they if Miami goes on the road and gets this win, they are looking at the Vikings after that, which you're probably gonna lose, but then it's Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So you never know, you, you, you never know. You never know. It's not a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins will probably perform Okay, but then they have the Steelers, the Lions, and the Bears. Back to back to back. By that time, you're in mid-November, and you have got, well, I think that's Deshaun Watson at that point. Uh, and the, no, he's still got to sit out a couple more games. Yeah. Uh, or maybe a game. Maybe that might be the last game before he comes back. But then you have the Browns, the Texans, and it's, I mean, this Dolphins team? They get past this week. You go on the road with Teddy Two Gloves, you get a win. You're looking at a a team in cruise control at one or two losses around week eight or nine. Yeah,
2: in in which point in time you could theoretically see Tua come back after getting multiple clearances.
1: And that's what it's going to have to take is multiple clearances. And we we, we
2: did just get an announcement from the NFLPA stating that uh, they have set out some new protocols, but it has not been yet accepted, but they are hoping to have it accepted by the NFL.
1: And the NFL... Okay, let's talk about that when we come back. Mm -hmm. And we get you set for the weekend, Danny and Dusty on The Fan.
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan.
1: Okay, you just uh, mentioned that the NFLPA has set forth new guidelines and recommendations for uh, the NFL for the concussion policy after the Tua thing. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, Tua's not traveling to their game this weekend in New York. He will be staying at home, which, okay, I mean, he's not going to play. That's If he was truly okay, though, and they said MRI came back clean, Like, this is the fickle thing about it. He obviously has some lingering effects from his concussion, right? Or he'd he'd be okay putting him on a plane and traveling.
2: And the thing is, MRI doesn't necessarily pick up damage that's long-term, which we've found with CTE. The only way we have to check right now is after somebody passes and doing a check then.
1: Facts. All right, here's what the NFLPA and executive committee have uh, said. Our union has agreed to change the concussion protocols to protect the players from returning to play. In the case of a similar incident to what we saw on September 25th, we would like these changes to go into effect before this weekend's games to immediately protect players and hope the NFL accepts the change before then as well. One thing I did like last night in the uh, Thursday night game, actually the only thing that I could have liked from last night's Thursday night game, what actually two things? One was when Al Michaels said, "You know, it, it's a bad game, but it it could be so bad it's good." And Kirk Street it was finally like they had really good booth chemistry because Kirk street goes, "What? No, <laughs> no! Like, no, this is all bad." Um, the other thing was they started looking after every one of the big hits, and like there was a brutal hit in that game uh, to the. Colt's running back, what is it, Najee uh Naeem Hines. Lines, Hines. Yes. Where he got he got shook. They took him right out. There was no question about that. But Russ took a hit on one of his interceptions where they showed the process of what the independent doctor, the team doctors, the NFL personnel are all huddled around a monitor reviewing exactly what happened. Then they go and they talk to the player. They showed the process of what they go through, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. I will I will say This to their process. The team doctors should not be around the independent doctor huddled around a TV. No, that should be totally separate, but it's not. But I digress. It was cool to see that that process and Russ ended up, he was fine uh, and got cleared. But what the NFLPA is saying in this statement is they they want to take it out of the players' hands because they know the players aren't going to make the right decision. Joe Burrow told us as much yesterday.
2: And and to be fair, the NFLPA is made up of players and former players with obviously an actual leader. They know. Mm-hmm. They know. Mm-hmm. And realistically, the, the simple point of all of this is it, it should be a process that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anybody, whether you're, you know, played college football, you played high school football, you play in the NFL, if you've played long enough, You know what Tua looked like Ah. the week before, and he rubber legged it. Yep. That means ding, 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 ding.
1: Back injury.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, that means he didn't know what multiverse he was in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That to me is a is a no doubt minimum two weeks.
1: Yeah. Well, he'll probably be out for a month. But I'm saying like you like it needs to be a month.
2: It needs to be an automatic two weeks, and you don't get back without clearing a S ton of protocol.
1: No. No. All right, uh, questions. Here we go. We have got uh, two games that we are going to call right meow. Ducks, it, this line for Oregon, Arizona, it is everywhere between 12 and a half to 14 right now bet MGM has it at thir- uh, 13 and a half that's
2: weird to have that much variance
1: yeah uh, we'll say we'll call it evens at even Stevens at 13 what do you think for Oregon Arizona down in Tucson
2: I think they're gonna handle business and they're gonna exercise the demons of the, the spookiness of Tucson 13 man I listen I didn't take 13 last week against USC against Arizona State Oregon probably covers, but if I if you're asking me if I'm putting money on it, I'm staying away from it.
1: Uh staying um, away from it.
2: I'm not. I'm not betting on it.
1: I like Oregon and thirteen. Run the football. Keep the ball away from from Jane Delora. Yeah. Keep the that, damn ball away. That's a hundred
2: percent the 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 move here. I just I look at that and I go nah.
1: Nope. Not my away. action. All right. Uh, Beavers head down to uh, the farm. Place they haven't won since 2007. Uh, you are six straight losses. 2006 was the last time they won down there. Beavs six and a half point favorites. I like I like the Beavs to cover. I'm gonna take it. I said it. it earlier. I love it. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna take it. I'll take the Beavs to cover.
1: Heck yeah! Look at that. We got the Beavs covering right now. We have uh, Mariners postseason baseball. If you missed it, uh, check it out on the Les Schwab Tires pad Podcast at 1080TheFan.com. We have got two great pieces of postseason baseball. Uh, one is we talked to Big John Sucanic prior to. The Mariners and Blue Jays getting underway from north of the border. You'll be able to listen to that. in In he, he came on at 1245, so hour number one, very last segment, hour number one.
2: Things are going much better for him than they went for me.
1: Yes. You can hear his optimism heading into the game with our interview. You'll be able to hear his reaction post-game because he'll mail it in with his brother, Jason Sukanik, and Isaac Rapp who come on after us. You another great piece of postseason baseball audio. We had Danny melting down on the air, live and on the air. Uh, I am sorry that this is happening to you. I I know the crushing feeling of it, but that was a hell of a meltdown that your Cardinals had in the ninth inning. Up two nothing in the ninth inning was two hit game two Nine. hitter. They had a two hitter, two hitter going, going
2: on. through eight and a third.
1: Yeah, uh, they gave up six runs in that inning. Is that bad? That's bad.
2: That's bad, that's Bob.
1: Bad. That, that's very bad. They did lose 6-3, to three though, so a little bit of momentum coming out of that? God. It got better.
2: There, 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 there felt like there maybe was a little bit of magic, just maybe, and then it fizzled, fizzled away quite quickly.
1: If you want to see a video of Danny melting down, uh, go to at DannyAndDusty on Twitter. Or at 1080, the fan will have both the will yeah. have audio there. Yeah, but, and you know what? I'll just video throw it up. I'll, I'll
2: throw it up on Instagram because uh, I will share my pain with everybody.
1: Yeah, I don't have Instagram. I'd do it. That's fine. Go, go know, ahead, and, Go, ahead
2: and, go ahead and send me that video so I can so I can put it up on the old 1080. Grill. You got it,
1: buddy. Um, I'm sorry for your pain. The good news for you is that uh, they get two more games at home. It never stops to try to rectify this turd burger that they had today. Very sorry. It All right. Everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, we will see you on Monday from noon to three. Up next, you got Primetime with Isaac and Soup.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You all here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>